Welcome to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, the podcast for women artists who are ready to pursue their creative dreams so that they can thrive both in life and in business. I'm your host, Natalie Parker, artist and mentor to women creatives around the globe. In this podcast, I'll share with you the strategies, principles, and mindset that you need to build a purposeful and fulfilling creative business. If you're ready to be inspired, encouraged, and equipped to build the art business of your dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Well, hey there, artist, and welcome to another episode of the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast. It's Natalie here with you today, ready to dive into today's topic. Now, I put a little call out inside my Art Business A to Z group, and this is a topic that came up that a couple of students wanted some feedback on, and in fact, it is a continual question that I get asked a lot, especially from new artists. And the question is, how do you juggle full-time work or part-time work with all of your life and personal commitments while trying to build an art business at the same time? So that's what we're going to be covering today. Before I jump into it, just a couple of heads ups. So the Art Business A to Z program is currently open. We are accepting new students. So if you want to come in, if you want the mentoring from me and the other community students, as well as the practical how to actually get your art business up and running. We have a wealth of resources inside our program. Um, You can jump into the link that's in my bio and go check that out. Do make the most of the time. I am going on maternity leave at some point around about the end of May, June. So I would love to be able to help you and support you before I go on to that. The other thing as well is with the program, you do get ongoing access to it as well as ongoing access to our community. And we are going to be starting up a monthly live Q&As as well towards the end of the year, which are really good. And it's a great chance for you to get feedback from me, to connect with your other art biz buddies that you will suddenly start to form in the community as well. So if you want more info, go check that out on the bio. Another little request is that we've been getting so much great feedback on this podcast and this is fantastic, but if you haven't already, I would love it if you love this and you're getting value out of it, go over to the iTunes um, reviews and leave a review of this podcast. There's a link in the bio on the show notes where you can go, you can tick it, it's really easy to leave a review. What that does is it gives us feedback on the show, but it also helps other artists like you who are looking for these resources and these tips and these pearls of wisdom that they need to support them in their art business as well. It helps them um, find out more about our podcast. Okay, let's dive into time management. I didn't really want to call it time management. I'm calling it how to juggle life (laughs) and commitments because whenever the time management thing comes up, it tends to kind of like, I don't know how you feel about it. For me, I kind of like shut down. I'm like, oh, time management. What a topic. So, Like I mentioned, a lot of newbie artists have this struggle when they come into, you know, yes, I'm I'm wanting to build my art business, I'm wanting to transition from being a hobby artist, but I have so much life commitments. You know, you might be a mother, you might um, be, you know, working as well, 
all this kind of stuff can come up. And I really appreciate the question being asked because it is a really great one. And there are a lot of solutions and strategies that I'm going to give you today. All of which, though, will be dependent on your personal circumstances. But before we dive into the practical how-do, I just wanted to preface this with the truth that life is busy, okay? We are all under so many more demands than we are designed to handle, especially as women. Now we are not only, you know, some of you may be juggling children, you've got family commitments, you've got work, you've got side hustles, there's housework, there's all this other stuff that comes up. And added to this pressure to do it all and be like superwoman is also the illusion that there are so many others, especially women out there, who seem to have it all together. This big illusion, hello, thank you, social media that, you know, oh, there's the boss ladies that are successfully managing, like having three or four children and running, you know, multiple six-figure businesses and all this kind of stuff, okay? The truth is, you're not alone. Okay, life and business is demanding and it is hard, all right, especially when you are trying to build your business, you're trying to get your life going, it can feel overwhelming and sometimes it might feel like when you're going into building your business that your progress is incredibly slow or let's be honest, it's non-existent because life has taken over, all right? So I just wanted to establish that. Now that we've established the juggle slash struggle is real, I don't want you to ever feel like it's just you, okay? Because everyone is going through this at some point in their life. So now that we know that, we've taken the pressure off, it's an illusion to think that everyone has it all together, no one has it all together, we are all just figuring it out. A day at a time. So let me dive into this and give you some practical strategies that you can use to help reduce that overwhelm and to create some space for you to focus more on growing the beautiful art business that you want. Okay, so I understand the struggle. Okay, I had my full-time teaching job. I had my husband, a new, I was newly married. We had a stepson. We were running... Um, a business, we're setting up a boxing gym, I'd moved to a new city in Wellington in New Zealand, I'd started a new job, all at the same time whilst trying to build my business on the side and I felt like I was at times um, overwhelmed and all over the place. But what I'm going to share with you today is some of the strategies that I used to master that season because I was able to with all those commitments and it did take a lot longer than it would have because I had those commitments and that's okay. I was able to build a part-time income from my art business on the side while working full-time, being a wife, being a stepmom, running a gym, all those kinds of things to allow me to then transition slowly from that into being now a full-time artist and having a great six-figure business. So the first thing that I want to bring up, or the first strategy, is one, to forget the idea of balance, okay? There's this big um, myth out there that we need to have more balance in our life, and I don't know what that means, you know, like, is it supposed to mean that we have adequate time to spend with our family, or adequate time to spend 
working on our business and adequate time to spend in our studio. I just think that that whole balancing, just throw that out. Because the truth is there are going to be seasons in your life where one task is going to take more of your time and your energy than it will in a different season of life. Say for instance, if you're about to be a new mom, like I am, or if you're, you know, raising young children, that's going to take up a lot more of your time in that particular season. So if we put this pressure on, oh, you know, I need to spend just as much time um, building my business as I am, you know, raising my child and preparing for that, you're going to lead yourself down a very, very deep spiral. Okay, so throw out the idea of balance and replace it with the idea of, you know what, sometimes I just need, I'm going to be all in on business for a season and some seasons I'm going to be all in on focusing and looking after my family and that's just how it works okay and you can have those conversations with your family like for instance when I used to have shows and things coming up and I was working on weekends I needed those weekends to paint as much as possible so my husband knew that he would take our stepson he would go um and take them out for the day they went to the movies they did things to give me that time and then when I wasn't preparing for a show I had more time to go out and to engage and to be with them okay so forget about forget about balance all right it's a myth the second thing I want you to do is to review your weekly schedule have a look at it and be really really honest and this is again where we go back to your vision, your purpose, and your why. Sometimes we feel overwhelmed in our life because we are doing so many activities that aren't directly created to why we're here and what we want to focus on. So we tend to just fill our our schedules with all of this. Sometimes it feels like meaningless stuff, okay? So have a look at it. Be honest. Have a look at your weekly schedule. What is really necessary in there? What can you cut out and is it connected to your vision and the direction you and your family and you and your business are going? If it's not, then you're going to want to review that, okay? The third thing that you can do is to declutter your space. Now, I am a fan of not having a lot of stuff around. We have moved multiple times, or I have moved multiple times in my life, so I've been very um, conservative and frugal in my possessions. Now that we have a you know a bigger three bedroom home, I'm finding that things are building up more. You tend to collect more possessions, and when that happens, it tends to clutter up my mind. Okay, and when my mind is cluttered with so much stuff in my natural environment, I find it that it overwhelms me and it gives me less time to you know go into my studio and focus on my business it's the same as in your studio space and I think I've done something on about on this and designing your studio space as well podcast but declutter your studio space because if your time is limited when you're wanting to go and develop your art and build your business and you're going into your studio and it's chaotic and full of stuff I know we're creatives and often it is when we're in the creative flow but that, you can end up spending 5, 10, 15, 20, uh, we can start to procrastinate, can't we really? Um, a lot of time decluttering your space. So give yourself that mental space. Start to declutter your physical environment, your home environment, just as much as you would your, your studio space if you have one at the moment, okay? 
The fourth thing I want you to do is to say no. N-O spells no. Learn how to say no to tasks, to invitations, to things that don't line up with where you want to go. And there's lots and lots of well-meaning things that people might try to get you involved in okay whether it's being you know joining the PTA at school or working on a certain you know fundraiser because you're an artist you know your kids in the school and you should be doing this or whether it's going out and helping you know a friend or a family member on the weekend when you know you've got a show coming up there's lots of stuff that is going to demand your time and sometimes especially as women and I'm 100% guilty of this we find it very hard to say no um, because we're nurturers and I myself am a people pleaser and I don't like confrontation <laughs> and I don't like saying no but in times when I haven't said no and I've just gone oh yeah okay yeah I'll do that and you just add it to your list of things to do you often end up resentful or it takes too much time and it's just not it's not pleasant for either of you really so learn to say no to things that aren't supporting you in the direction that you want to go the fifth strategy I have for you is to reduce your social media time or your time with friends who just want to gossip. And I say that with um, cautiously. What I mean by that is obviously the social media thing is is incredibly addictive. Okay, I have to watch myself all the time. Often we use it as a procrastination technique you know if there's downtime we'll just pick it up and flick through it or we use it when you know working on a task case in point today when I went to um, batch these podcasts right there right that go somewhere and I write all the scripts before I come and record them I had to <laughs> discipline myself to put my phone down and stop checking my phone um, and I found that I was doing that when I was pulling my phone up at times when things got hard. Like I was trying to think, oh, what should I say next in the podcast and what's the next strategy? And it was a really big procrastination thing, but it didn't help me. So try and reduce your social media time because it is a huge time sucker. As well as reducing time with people who, who aren't goal-driven who are wasting your time who are not helping you move forward and advance in your life and your business okay the sixth strategy I have for you and this is one of my favorite and something that I had to learn was to delegate or to outsource tasks as women back in the day <laughs> very traditional roles but back in the day we weren't juggling like running a household, rearing children and running a full-time business and trying to work full-time as well. Like that just was not a thing. We had help, okay? So now we're just like, oh, we can do it all. And granted we can because we're pretty cool. But we know that it does lead to things like overwhelm and burnout. And the question is, how do you manage your time when you're trying to build a business when you have all these things? So what you need to try to do is to get some of those things off your plate and be okay with it. So this can kind of go back to your weekly schedule, right? You can have a look at all those appointments, all those commitments you have in there, as well as have a look at all the things that you do, like household tasks and stuff, 
and start to look for ones that you can either delegate, like give to someone else, or outsource, or even completely eradicate. Um, eradicate. So some of the like delegation stuff, it could be that you have teenagers, right? So they can run errands for errands for you, like going to the post office and standing in line and waiting to post your artwork and your prints. Or it could be that you outsource your um, shopping, okay? Or you, so you get a subscription coming through. Or you outsource your house cleaning. Get someone to come in. I know, I know that can feel like the weirdest thing when we have someone in clean, coming in to clean our house. Even if it's only like a couple of hours of fortnight, which is what we have. And we love to do it. It did make me feel a little bit weird to start with. But I found that every time I was going and cleaning the house, I felt resentful and it took away my time from my business. Plus, the benefit is, is there's a lot of people out there right now who actually would who love cleaning, <laughs> who love cleaning houses and can benefit from the extra income. So passing that, that task off to someone else so that it frees you up to focus on your business can work really, really well. The seventh strategy for juggling all your time is to time block, okay? When we are like, and we're super good at this, I know, but when we're multitasking, i.e. doing too many tasks at once, we are not always fully present on each of those tasks and we actually lose some energy when we transition from one task to the other. So with time blocking, you can take your assignment or your goal. So say your goal is to have an art show, right? And you're working full time, you're running your household, all this stuff. Break that down into goals of like how much time do you need to spend actually creating your work and create blocks in your schedule where you're just focused on painting and then create blocks in your schedule where you're just focused on maybe doing your social media those kinds of things because it helps your mind as well to free up because you're like I'm only focusing on one task I can fully commit to this rather than thinking oh my goodness I need to paint I need to do my social media I need to spray the works for the show do my marketing all these other kinds of things time blocking can work really really well just to get those tasks off you and I love to use time blocking I'm currently using it right now as I batch these podcasts for you because I find it's far more effective for me to schedule out you know three four podcasts come in record them all at once upload them all at once do all of the emails and everything that goes out and pass editing off to my husband who does all of that all of these things so much more time efficient the eighth strategy that I have for you is to automate your tasks, okay? There are some tasks that we do that are so repetitive in our life, in our business, that we could probably get some kind of scheduling system to sort it out. An example, of course, is grocery shopping, okay? So you can have, obviously, we I talk about this all the time, but when you go to the super and you add up how much time it takes you to drive there, Walk around the supermarket, get distracted, put things in your supermarket basket that you probably shouldn't and it actually increases your grocery spend. Then you go through the checkout, you wait, you load the car, you drive the home, you bring the cars in. It can take like one and a half to two hours, okay? Whereas if you can order it online in 10 to 15 minutes, it gets delivered to your door and you just bring it in and your budget ends up actually being lower because you're not going to supermarket hungry like I do and doing all that impulsive buying. The other thing with those kinds of things is you, 
we have regular things that we buy every day, you know, so every week in our groceries, you can have lists, you can have schedules. Same things for um, like some of your bills, you know, rather than going in and manually paying your bill every month, schedule everything that comes out. Try to create this beautiful automated life where simple things can be automated and it can free your time out. Another good example of that is email responders as well. So I now have email responders on my personal email, my art email for my art clients and also my email for my students for the course side as well. And that frees me up to feel like I don't have to answer emails all the time. You know, like it tells them how long it's going to, for a response I've got some frequently asked questions there if you want to have a look at it just go and email me um, and you'll get an autoresponder but they get you know um, the boundary of when I'm going to respond and some questions that probably are going to answer what they ask me all the time anyway and I get that peace of mind knowing oh you know with my emails you know bouncing off all the time I don't have to answer them all straight away it's actually better for me if I go in and I block answer those you know once or twice a day. The ninth strategy I have for you is to use your downtime well. Find those gaps, especially when you're pushed for time, where there's not a lot going on, and I want you to use that for your business. As an example, full-time work, you do have a lunch hour. You've got to have a rest and eat your lunch, but it doesn't take that long. And so what I would do would be, I would use my lunch hours to either update my website or to do some social media posts for my business or even write emails. So you can find those little pockets of time. It might be that, you know, you've taken your kids to their soccer practice or rugby or netball or whatever they're playing and you're in the car chilling. Use that time. Um, you know, you can be sketching in your drawing pad. Again, you can be on your phone, responding to emails, uploading, scheduling stuff. There's so much time that you can do um, with those little pockets of downtime. And the 10th strategy I have for you to help juggle life, business, family commitments is to rest very very important to rest when you are in a season where you are juggling everything with full-time work and building your business and your family the overwhelm creeps up because we feel like we never get any time for ourselves so I always made sure that when I was in that season I was taking those Sundays to rest okay and whatever rest means to you for some people rest is having a nana nap in the afternoon or not doing much all day some people like to be more active relaxes which is what I like to do sometimes like I just want to go for a walk or go outside and you know do something in the garden or watch a movie or cook or bake those kinds of things would would relax me so find whatever relaxes you and make sure you have at least one day of the week where you are resting and looking after yourself and restoring yourself to allow you to get back to that juggle of managing all of those things. So that is my 10 strategies to help you. I hope that there is something in here that you have found valuable, but do know that life is busy, but you can choose what you focus on your, your time on and your energy on so every time that you're going and having a look at your weekly plan and your schedule look at it and just think you know is this task 
really necessary or can I delegate it out? Or is this task or is this commitment, which is well-intentioned, is this moving me towards my goal of building my art business and creating my dream life for me and my family? Well, if you've loved this episode, lovely, can you take a screenshot of it? Tag me in at Natalie Parker Studio, share it over on the gram. And if you've got a quick moment, go through now, leave a review. And we will be back next week with another episode to encourage, to inspire and to equip you to build the art business of your dreams. I'll talk to you then. Bye for now.